everyone, welcome back to OK Yep. Before we start, I just want to give a disclaimer that um, I pre-recorded, I did a recording talking about my current week and my current state, and I'm not going to lie, it was kind of, when I listened back, it was kind of sad. Like, I was choking up for a lot about it. I was, like, very on edge. I, it was definitely, like, it was even hard for me to listen to, and I realize I probably shouldn't include that. Um, but I do just want to give a little disclaimer because I'm all about authenticity and living in my own truth. And that's kind of why I started this, this podcast was to encourage everyone to be proud of who they are, the good, the bad, and the ugly and live in their own truth and be true to themselves. Um, so I just, before I start, I just want to give a little update that this has been a really hard week for me. And my, I think it's really important for me to be checking in on my own mental health and, be there for myself. And I do think I'm in a big growing period of my life and a big um, self-discovery moment. And so I do just want to be honest with that before I get into this episode and which I've already recorded where I sound like nothing is wrong and nothing has changed and I'm everything is perfect. But I do just want to give a little update that I have been in a little bit of a rough spot, but I do, I'm continuing to grow and learn more about myself and take the necessary steps to um, continue to be the best me that I can be. And don't worry about it. I'm fine. I'm safe. I'm I'm going to be okay. Um, but I do think it's important for me to be honest with everyone because that's the foundation of this podcast is honesty. And although I couldn't quite bring myself to include the clip that I recorded um, a little while ago about... <laughs> The update of this week because it was like I said kind of kind of sad so um I do just want to include this first and foremost but um I just want to give a reminder that I'm here for you all and it is such a difficult time for so many people and we all have our struggles and I totally get it and I'm on my own mental health journey right now but I'm rooting for you all and please reach out if you need anything because I'm here for all of you and I know what it's like to struggle and to be on a low point of your life. So I do just want to put that out there. But um, so let's, uh, we'll now get into the regular scheduled programming. But um, yeah, I just wanted to give that little disclaimer first, but I'll be okay. But I do just want to live my own truth. All right, so here we go into our normal scheduled program. So first off, a positive thing that happened today. This, I feel like I use this as a positive thing a lot, but it's, I usually record on days where I'm not like busy or I'm alone. So this happens to be a positive thing that happens a lot when I'm alone on these days. And for me, I went on a really nice run today and it's, it's like weather right now. That's, it's not too hot. It's not too cold. It's like low seventies. So it's like ideal for running. And it's just very, it was very nice to be in nature and came across a deer, waved to him and, um, was just able to be in the trails and have some alone time and listen to some good old music. And that was a very good thing that happened today. And then what national day is it? You may ask it is national loving day. And I love that because I am on a current journey of loving myself. And I am trying, like I mentioned earlier, like 
we have highs and we have lows. And right now I am really on the journey of accepting myself for who I am and not comparing myself to other people. And so I really do love that it's National Loving Day because that's a journey that I'm on right now. And as so many of us are. So I love you all and I'm giving you all a big hug through this microphone and I hope you're all doing okay. Um, but today I did want to talk about something that I've wanted to for a while, but it's kind of a touchy subject. And so I wasn't quite sure how to navigate it. And I think I'm just going to be pretty open about it and pretty raw. Um, I'm going to be talking about religion and faith today. And I know that is a topic that is very important to a lot of people. And I'm going to be very respectful about everyone and how you view your, um, your own faith and how you choose to... Um, put your faith into something, whether you're spiritual or religious or atheist or agnostic, whatever you might be, I am in full support of everything that someone is because I think the world is up for so much interpretation and we all have the power and the right to interpret that as we will. And as long as you're not hurting anyone and you're using what you are believing in or not believing in for good, then I think that is the best thing you can do. Um, but I just kind of want to talk about my own personal journey with religion and faith because it's something I do think about quite a lot. And it's something that I think in the past couple of years I've been diving into more. And I just kind of want to talk about that because maybe some people have also had moments where they question their faith and moments where they didn't quite know exactly what to believe in or if they should believe or if they feel shame that they don't believe or if they feel shame that they do believe, whatever it might be, I'm going to be telling my own personal story and my own personal journey with religion and faith. So again, this isn't anybody else's. This isn't, I'm not judging anybody's faith or religion or how they choose to believe in something. This is my personal journey. And um, again, like I said, as long as you are being a good person and being kind to people and using what you're believing in, for good, then you need to do what's best for you. And I'm in full support of that. So let's get into it. All right. So to start off, I grew up in the Methodist religion and which is a branch of Christianity. And, um, I never really know what that, that meant, and it's still something that I'm exploring. But um, my family, growing up, we went to church every Sunday, and it wasn't, but it wasn't necessarily like the backbone of my family. Like we were, we tried to go to church once a week, like I said on Sundays, but it wasn't. We didn't pray before meals. We didn't. We didn't have really crosses hanging in our house. It wasn't something we necessarily were super super. Um, into and super, I want to use the word faithful about, but like we tried to go every Sunday and we were, we, I think we mainly went for like the community aspect of church and the people there and trying to incorporate religion. None, I don't think either of my parents really grew up too religious. Um, but like when I was young, I was baptized and I, so was my sister and my dad. We were all baptized the same day. and But it wasn't necessarily a prominent factor of my childhood. The biggest part of church that I remember in Sundays was 
we'd wake up, we'd go to church, we'd go get bagels, we'd go grocery shopping, and we'd come home and do laundry. So I really hated Sundays. Not because of um, anything in particular. I love the bagel part. That was like my jam. But I, everything else was so like chore based. And I didn't, as most young children do, I didn't like going to church. And I liked seeing people and I liked seeing like the other children there when I was younger, but it wasn't necessarily something I liked doing. And so we probably went consistently. And my dad was like a Sunday school teacher. And my, me and my sister really, we had some good friends there. And yeah, we, I feel like we were a big part of the community. Um, but then after probably when I got to about, I want to say third grade, we stopped going for a little bit just because life gets busy. My older sister was now in middle school and with that comes more like stuff on weekends and like basketball games and stuff like that. So we kind of just stopped going. And what's interesting is I was in a human development class this past year and it is a part of child development to have these religious breakthroughs and as a child to be super involved in faith and religion and God or whatever you believe in growing up. But that's like a stage of development, which is so interesting because I went through that. So like I said, I we kind of stopped going for a little bit in third grade, but then I had a really close friend in, she's still my close friend, but in, um, I started to become friends with her around this time and her family, they were very good about going to church every week and they were very involved in their church and they prayed at meals. And I looked at them and I was like, oh my gosh, this is like, they are so perfect. And I want my family to be this perfect. And I saw the religion part and I thought that's, this is it. This is what's making them this perfect. And so then I went through a phase of just wanting to be involved in the church and just wanting to be involved in religion and praying to God and writing notes to God. And I had like this prayer journal where I would like write notes to God and prayers and I would constantly talk about it. And then I got to an age where I really wanted to, my family to start going back to church because I thought, again, my family, not again, I haven't mentioned this yet, but my family wasn't like torn apart when I was younger, but we were just, we just didn't go to church as much, but we're, we're still like a healthy family, a loving unit. Like we, I'm very privileged for how I grew up, but I thought if we all start going to church and this is like my fourth grade brain thinking, I'm like, if my family starts to go to church again, every Sunday, we will be perfect. And we will be the most like cookie cutter family ever. And like everything will be made. And so I tried to convince my entire family to, that we should start going to church again. But no one was really like that on board. Um, my, I remember at one point, me, my mom, my dad, and my friend went. And it was the friend of the family that I really admired for their, the religion part of their family. And I, she came to church with us. And from that point on, I was like, this needs to happen. This needs to, and that was like the first time we went in a very long time. And I was like, this needs to happen. This needs to be a more prominent thing in my life. And so throughout middle school, I was super, again, we then nothing really happened for a little bit. Like I'd say from fifth grade to sixth grade, we still took that break and we didn't really go to church anymore. My, like I said before, 
no one in my family is that religious and like it was something that we did growing up, but it's not something that we're entirely devoted to and is the root of us and the glue that's holding our family together. It's just not. And so no one in my family really wanted to keep going to church after that break that we took. But eventually, like, I don't know, I was like 12, 13 years old. And I started to get really stressed out because I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm coming up on the age of confirmation in my church. It's, I know for like the Catholic faith, it's more like sophomore year of high school, but for my religion, it was um like seventh, eighth grade. And I was starting to stress out. I'm like, I don't even go to church. And now I'm coming up on the age of confirmation. Like, I don't know what's going to happen. If I don't start going now, I'm never going to get confirmed. And this is something that was stressing me out so much. And I remember waking up in the, like in the middle of the night and crying and my mom came in my room and I was like, I, I don't know how I'm going to get confirmed. I'm like, we don't go to church anymore. And she was like, oh, well, we can, we can start going. We can start going again. But yeah, I knew it wasn't really her thing. It was more my dad's thing growing up anyway, but um, we started going again a little bit. And a lot of times, actually, my mom and dad would drop me off at church. I would want to go so bad and it wouldn't really be their thing. Every Like they'd probably go like when I was like late middle school, they probably went like twice a month, but I was like, no, I need to go every Sunday of the month. And so a lot of times they would drop me off and I would walk into church and I would go to church alone. And I like, what? This, like, just imagine this like 13 year old girl getting dropped off at church who's forcing her family to bring her to church. And I like, I was just committed, I guess. And so I would go in and then eventually I did confirmation. And I think after that was done, I was like, oh, I'm good now. <laughs> Like not actually, but like it was almost like a weight lifted off my shoulders. So I did confirmation, I think, in eighth grade. And I think when I got confirmed, I was like, I am now like the Christian girl I've always wanted to be. And I was like, I thought I made a breakthrough. And I was like, I'm going to like religion is going to be such a stable point in my life. And I'm going to stay so true to that. And like, this is what I always wanted. So come freshman, sophomore year, again, I didn't have my license yet. So again, so still my parents would continue to drop me off at church, but I would go to like a class during the service with like other people my age. And I started like building up more of a community with friends and stuff and I'd continue to go. And then the summers I would go on these mission trips that were like a week long to different parts of the country. I only went a couple of times, but then once I started doing that, I was like, oh, yes, got this in the bag. I got this religion thing down packed. Um, and so then once I got my license, I would straight up drive myself to church like on Sundays, especially junior year. And a lot of my friends in the church were the year older than me. And so I think the junior year was like my time that I was the most committed to going. And it was like, the time of my life where like that was my happy place the most because I had my friends there and I like, had my license so I could drive myself and I didn't need to rely on my parents to pick me up and drop me off because that was always my least favorite thing when like then I'd have to wait for them to pick me up because I'm like I, I was so envious of the people that would walk in with their entire family 
growing up because I just wanted to be that. I wanted to be that perfect family that would all go to church in like middle school, early high school. But I would get dropped off and picked up and I never wanted anyone to see that. I was like, no, like I don't want people to, I don't want people to know that my parents don't go to church anymore. And so um, when senior year came, I kind of started to um, lose my desire to go to church because my friends had graduated and were in college now and it wasn't as fun for me to go to the classes anymore or to like see like the community there so I I kind of spaced it out more and I would more go only on like times when I knew people that were going and so that was like I think the turning point of like the end of my big faith phase my big phase I don't even I don't want to use the word phase but the big part of my life where I was very into the church and so come freshman year of college I decided not I decided like yes but I go to a Catholic college and it's not like very very religious but they incorporate like just good morals and good like lessons you should go by it's as someone who's now not as religious like it's it's a very welcoming school for everyone and it's not just for people that are catholic it's i'm like i'm very proud to go there and it's they handle they're they're fully open about people that are from every religion or if you're an atheist they're like that's fine like you can like they're totally fine with that and they're they're very open minded and my political views align with my school's political views like even though it's a religious school it's not like down your throat, you know? So it's got something for everyone. If you do want to get involved more with the church and religion, they have that. But if you want to stay on the sidelines, that's fine too. But anyway, that's a little tangent. Um, but as freshman year came, I there were some people at my school that were really religious. And I kind of felt like an outsider because I never – and most people – went to a private Catholic school and I felt very on the outside of things because I grew up going to a public high school and I never really did a lot of the things that traditional Catholic private schools do. And I don't know a lot of the Catholic like responses at church when the priest says something and you say something back, like my and my religion were completely different. And I was used to a pastor where it could be male or female. And I was just used to different rules and stuff. So it was definitely just a big change. And some of the clubs I was involved in did deal with some religious aspects that I just wasn't fully aware of. And I didn't really know all of the nitty gritty stuff of it. So it almost made me feel a little bit more disconnected because I felt like I didn't, I couldn't keep up with it or I didn't really know enough about it to be there. And I think, honestly, freshman year of college is where I started to question my faith a little bit more. And then, so I think all throughout freshman year, I was like questioning my faith. I didn't really know what I should believe. I didn't really know um, the specifics of stuff and what I believed. And I think always I said, you know, I don't necessarily believe every word of the Bible, but I 
like the community aspect of religion. And I like knowing that there's something above me that I can't quite understand and that I can't control, but I can put my faith in. I can put my faith in something that I can't quite understand. And then I think end of freshman year, when a lot of the social injustices started happening in the world, not started, just were being filmed and it was becoming more publicized, I had a lot of struggles with my faith because I thought, how could these horrible things be happening if there's a God? And how could these horrible things be happening to people like racism and sexism and all, all of these horrible events if there's a God? And then I was struggling with when people use religion to, in a negative way, because I think, and I know that the intent of religion is to love people and to love thy neighbor. That is the most important rule of, of most religions. And it's supposed to be used for good and for making people feel accepted and wanted and loved. But when people use it to be a negative aspect in people's lives or to guilt people, or like I have a big problem when people whose religion against people of the LGBTQ, LGBTQ community. Like, if there is a God, and if he made us all who we are, don't you think that God made everyone who they are for a reason? You know, like, and I know that my God accepts everyone, and my God does not discriminate. So I think when I was hearing about a lot of people using religion in a negative way and trying to discriminate against people, that's when I really started to struggle with my faith and I lost my faith for a very long time. And I think for a while I thought that like, I don't want to say that I was like proud of being an, I was never an atheist. I'm not going to say, I'm not going to use that word for myself, but I wasn't necessarily like mad that I lost my faith. I wasn't upset that I was struggling with it. I was perfectly okay with it. And I was honest, I was honestly proud that I was starting a new chapter without faith. So come sophomore year of college, I'm still kind of on this struggling path and I'm still very upset that religion is used for negative reasons, but I also had hope that religion could be used as it's intended for to love people. And my second semester sophomore year, I had to take a religion class because at my school, you, everybody has to take a religion class. And my professor explained religion in a way that I'd never looked at before. And he made me feel so accepting of myself. And so, he was so accepting of everybody's viewpoint on religion. And he, he, he honestly said, he goes, you can't believe every, every word of the Bible. Do you really think there was a talking snake? for Adam and Eve. And it's like, no, but that story can be interpreted and that story can be, the meaning of it can be used. And so I really like that he kind of, I, I feel like a lot of people, something I struggle with is when everything is so black and white, but he explained religion in a way that was a very gray area. And he was talking and he talked about how like, the equality in the Bible and how like the different meanings of love and meanings of like acceptance of the Bible that I had never really been exposed to and that I didn't really know much about. And it was a really cool way of looking at it. And oops, sorry, I've got a text. 
Um, I, I know this is so cliche and so like Gen Z millennial and I know like it's going to be cringy when I say it, but I honestly think that I'm a very much spiritual person rather than religion. Cause I don't know what religion I would fall into if I had to think about which religion I am, but I know that I have, I believe in a God that I can look up to and I can put my faith in and I can turn to in times of need or when I want to pray for someone, but I don't necessarily know the exact nitty gritty of everything. And I don't necessarily believe the exact nitty gritty of everything. And, but I believe in love and I believe in acceptance and I believe that we should be kind to each other, which is something that I, like I mentioned earlier, is the backbone of faith and religion. And I also think religion and faith are two different things. And I feel like I can put my faith in something that I don't necessarily know what, but I can turn to a God and put my faith in that and kind of just believe in something. Whereas with religion, I don't, I haven't quite figured out that part about me yet. And I commend everyone who has, and I love that you figured that out about yourself, but also I feel for you that haven't figured it out. I also, like, I am proud of you all if you don't believe in something and if you know that about yourself. I am proud for however you want to live your life as long as it's treating others and yourself with respect and with love. And so... I think that's something that I've come to accept. And I honestly think middle school me would have been totally shocked and totally, um, I want to say like frustrated and sad if, if she knew that I didn't quite know what I believe. But I know that I can put my faith in something and love everyone. And I'm pretty proud of that, even if it's not under a distinct religion. So although I'm currently still discovering my faith and learning more about that and I'm open to learning more, I'm opening, I'm open to more discovery about that, but also I'm not going to force anything and although I think it's easy to want to force it sometimes, it's also normal to struggle and it's normal to question your faith, but just be true to yourself and believe in what you want to believe in and be a good person and love everyone because I think that's the most important path that you can be on and just be true to yourself because it's very easy to feel almost ashamed if you're having faith struggles or if you don't believe in a religion as much as others do or if you are a new atheist, or maybe you're trying to go down a new religion, a religious path. But I know a lot of shame can be brought that brought upon that, especially if it's different than how you were raised. But just know that this is part of life, and it's part of life that we discover more about ourselves, and we're open to change. And I know how difficult that is, but also know that there is no perfect. If you don't believe in anything, that doesn't make you perfect. And if you do believe in something, it doesn't make you perfect. There's no right or wrong. It's whatever you want to believe in and what you want to put your faith in. And so just know that it's normal to question it. And also good for you if you have found yourself and if you know what you believe in and you 
have a good foundation or you know what you don't believe in. So just know that we're all different stages of faith and religion and you can treat them as different things and there's no right or wrong. All right. I hope you all enjoyed that episode. It's something I've been wanting to put out for a while, but I know it's such a touchy subject and it's something so vulnerable about all of us. So again, you stay true to yourself. And this was my own personal journey with faith and religion. I'm still figuring it out. And I just, my biggest thing is to be a good person and to be honest with myself and be open to new things and see that gray area because I don't think life is black and white. And I don't think religion is black and white. I think there's a lot of room for growth and interpretation personally. Um, but I hope you guys enjoyed it. And please let me know if you have any questions, concerns, comments. You can email the podcast at okayyetpodcast at gmail.com. Um, I would love to hear from any of you or reach out if you know me personally. Um, but yeah, going back to my first disclaimer, I know that it can be a hard time right now. And I personally really get it. And I'm going through like a lot of things are changing in my life and there's different transitions and stuff. And it's the first almost normalcy that we've seen in a little bit because of COVID. So it is a transition and I'm trying to find out more about that and be open to that. And so it's been difficult for me and I realize it's been difficult for other people, but I'm here for all of you and I'm rooting for you. And just as that international day of loving is, I love you all and just spread love and love thy neighbor and have a good rest of your day and join me next time on OKF. But also oh, before I leave these, I, I'm still going to continue these once a week, but if they're not directly on Thursday, life gets crazy and I'm doing, I'm just a girl doing my best and I so badly want to put these out very consistently. But just know that it's right around the corner if it doesn't get published on a Thursday. But yeah, join me next time on OK Up. Mm-hmm.